everybody. Welcome to Coming and Going, a podcast that is meant to serve as a biblical guide to your parenting journey. My name is Joe Crabb, and I have the privilege and honor of not only being a pastor uh, here at Woodside, a host of this podcast, but also a parent, a parent of two beautiful little girls. Uh, and of course, just a joy and a blessing to be able to be uh, a facilitator to conversations that uh end is meant to help us gain a better understanding of our role as parents as we look to be faithful stewards the god uh, of the gifts that god has blessed us with in our children uh, and of course to learn from one another as we have the gift of doing so as brothers and sisters in christ uh, to encourage one another to pray for one another again as we look to honor god in all things and that's really the heart of this podcast uh, is to faithfully teach and instruct our kids of the ways of the lord as we are coming and going uh, as we go through the day-to-day -day lives, as the various circumstances arise from math tests to last place in a volleyball tournament and everything in between, uh, ways that we are looking to help our kids see God at work and to point them back to the truth of God's Word. And so very excited for another episode here. Uh, and as we started off this whole, uh, this whole podcast, our first episode, was about parenting for an audience of one. Uh, and so today I have asked uh, a fellow brother in Christ, a fellow parent, fellow colleague, Dr. Dan Stewart, uh, to help us break down a little bit more about what God says about parenting. We know that we are looking to aim to parent in a way that glorifies God and to take us into a little deeper dive as to what God says about parenting uh, and how we can apply that to our day-to-day -day lives as we look to glorify uh, God in all things. And so, Dan, I'm going to give a little, like, info. I'm going to, like, we can get, like, the... Final countdown Europe music from like the 1990s bowls. And right. That's right. about the only thing that, you know, will be exciting about this introduction. I'm sure it's the music. <laughs> Dan Stewart coming up. Dan, you serve currently as a... Uh, Campus pastor out at Algonac, you've been a campus pastor at Warren. You serve uh, our ministries here across the campuses. Um, but uh, you also are a dad. You are a grandfather. Uh, you say you are a leader of the Stu Zoo. Um, it, it, a zoo it is. As you affectionately call it. Uh, so, uh, Dan, grateful for you. Grateful to, to have known you for as long as I've been able to know you. Yeah. Um, for as long as you've been here. <laughs> But uh, to be able to spend time together with you here today talking about parenting. So, Dan, welcome to the podcast. It's great to be with you, Joe. It, this is uh, a topic that is dear to my heart. It's probably the, the aspect of life that I've enjoyed the most. That's I awesome. enjoy serving his church. I enjoy adventures in his world. Um, so much uh, blessings, in, so many blessings in my life. Yeah. But man, nothing compares to just being part of a family where you can see God at work yeah. and, des and it drives you to your knees. Yeah. It raises you to your feet in celebration. Amen. It's, it, it is a joy to be to be a dad. Amen. It really is. So share with us a little bit about who makes up the Stu Zoo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my wife, Nancy, Yeah. right? And I've been married for 34 years now. I'll be 35 this summer. Yeah. Um, and God's blessed us with six kids. He, we have four biological. Uh, and then God um, 
finished the quiver uh, yeah. by giving us two adopted girls. Uh, they joined us 16 years ago. Awesome. Uh, so they range from 16 years old to 32 years old. So it's a widespread. Three boys, three girls. Yeah. Um, and it's been it's been a riot. Yeah, it's been great. Some so we get asked all the time, six kids. You guys must be so organized. It's like no, <laughs> organization was when there is two. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right? When there's six, six is you just lose sight of that value. It's organized chaos. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. But man, full of joy, full of great experiences and adventures, and a lot of laughter. Tons of tears. Yeah. Um, there's heartaches. There's again celebrations, uh, and I love every minute of it. Yeah, one of the the joys is is that you get to see the through line of God's faithfulness mm. uh, and prayers that you were praying when you first got news of hey, we're pregnant, or we get to bring these two girls home with us, and uh, to still see you know, those prayers being answered in different ways, and I'm sure even still praying some of those prayers even now as a grandfather, yeah. uh, and just seeing, again, that through line of God's faithfulness. Um, that, uh, like you said, when you and Nancy started this journey almost 35 years ago, who would have thought this is where God brought you to? But if you look back from 35 years... Man, look at him being faithful. Yeah, so right. That's awesome. In, in good times and rough times, yes, right? Yeah, in as all faithfulness things. is is in it all. I don't think there's anything more humbling than being a parent. Yeah. You know, I remember when I was an expert at parenting. Um, <laughs> Before you had kids? <laughs> well, no, no. It was when God bless us with the firstborn. Um, who was just a wonderful kid, yeah. a wonderful child. Classic firstborn. Kid's born. about three years old. You feel like you're doing really pretty well. You have your second, and he was a very mild child. And and it's it was at that point that I think, I think I've got this figured out. Yeah. I could look <laughs> to the parents of teenagers and think, I know what you're doing wrong. Yeah. yeah. Right? Wait till I get my kids there. I'll show you guys. <laughs> Man, did God humble me. Yeah. 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 He that's showed awesome. me that, wow, all of us struggle. Yeah. Well, that's why I appreciate you. You you wrote a blog uh, a couple of months ago all about parenting. And I think what's such a, a joy and the gift of the church, and it, hopefully the gift of this podcast, the gift of, of uh, the blogs that we write as well, is to be able to to share from that perspective of the mistakes that we've made, mm-hmm. uh, to, to share of God's redemption through that, to be reminded of the truth of God's Word and, and how it we see his redemption through his word, through the mm-hmm. mistakes that we've made, and just be reminded of his faithfulness and uh, through all of that. And I love, uh, you know, we sat down with with Jim Dalkey as well, and his girls are in that elementary to high school age range, and you having high school to adulthood, but obviously seeing them up through all this stage of life is that you get to see these principal truths of God's word uh, practically express itself through these different phases of life. Because we know for the listener, they might have a two-year-old and all the way up to a 12-year-old. They might have 14-year-olds up to 34-year-olds and everything in between. But to say, hey, the different seasons provide different circumstances. But here's what God's Word says. Here's how it anchors itself. And here's how it might practically express itself uh, in these different seasons as you're parenting your kid. And so uh, we're going to kind of go today and we're going to link to the blog and the the show notes and everything and the copy of the episode so individuals can write that, share it, print it like the Constitution Mm -hmm. and keep it in a frame on their walls at home. Uh, But also to kind of break it down a little bit for the listener, for you to share 
share a little bit even more personal anecdotes and practical application to some of the, the points that you, you shared in the blog. So you ready to do it? Yeah, I'd love to. L let's do it. Let's All do right. it. So Dan, in the blog, you shared three awesome points. I'd love for you to kind of break it down, share with us some of the biblical perspective, the biblical truth from that, and even just practical application uh, through each one of those. So sure. we're going to start here with this first one. Parenting is a privilege that should be embraced with joy and reverence. Yeah, you know, I th that's one thing that I see all through Scripture, first of all, is that God delights in us. Amen. Right? He delights Amen. in his the humanity that he created, yeah. us in his image. Yeah. And his delight continues despite our rebellion, yeah. despite our brokenness. He still loves his people. Amen. Um, and, and then in... In that way, then he invited us to partner with him in that filling the earth. Isn't that isn't that crazy? That yeah. God, he could have just filled the earth. Yeah. But he created us in his image and says, now I want to partner with you in this. Yeah. And allowing us to be part of that creative work and raising godly seed. And um and we find so much of then that tone in which we should partner in him. Yeah. And what is the tone that he he parents? Yeah. Right, us. Yeah, yeah. Um, As our heavenly Father. Yeah. E exactly right. Um, and so you know the word describes us um, children as gifts, right? Yeah. Children are a gift from the Lord, a heritage um, from the Lord. It talks about um, it talks about the parents not exasperating your children, but nurturing them in the faith. It talks about uh, the the guidance like a shepherd does for his sheep. His sheep, yeah. sheep are known by the shepherd. He knows them and he loves them and cares for them. You know, that's the pattern he has for us. One thing that frustrated us in our journey is some of the comments that people would make on, oh, aren't kids a burden? Right. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. you're going to have another child. Yeah. Our life oh, was easier poor, when right. like, we would do this, but we've have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, there is there is a gal in our life, an older lady. Her name was B. OK. And, <laughs> and B, when she heard that we were expecting our fourth child um, and we heard the comments from people. Oh, boy, haven't you figured out what causes that yet? <laughs> and things like that. B came to us, put her. Um, her 80 year old arms around us and said, I am so happy for you. There's mm. nothing better than children in your life. Amen. Uh, and man, was that, was that a message from God yeah, for us? Such a comfort. So affirming that, yes, this is the heart of God. Yeah. You know, children are a gift from him. We should enjoy them. And my wife and I were talking even this morning about that, that joy, um, is found in every season, every phase of, of life, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe people are asked, what's your favorite phase of parenting? And we found, well, every phase yeah. is filled with joy yeah. and filled with pleasure yeah. and heartache yep. and hardship for sure. But, but such joy. Um, and even when our children are struggling, yeah. um, there's, there's to be enjoyment there. Um, when I think of how God created the world and how he granted, granted us free will and fully knowing that we would rebel. Yeah. And, and yet 
Why did he do that? Yeah. Why did he not create it so that we would continually live under the umbrella of his love and affection and, um, and provision for us? And that's a tough question. The closest I can get to an answer is because it would bring him greater glory. Yeah. Yeah, to experience that redemption and to right. be brought and back into right relationship and the full depth of love. and yeah. Yes, yes. So, you know, I have to embrace the truth that when my children struggle, and struggle they will, yeah. that it's a story that's going to bring God greater glory yeah. than if it journeyed the way that I would write it. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. With, without pain, without If we were to write the story of our children and what they would do, it would be very boring in many ways. <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> but because it would be very safe and it would keep mm-hmm. them out of trouble and so on and so forth, and that is all a good sentiment and good desire. Um, we know that we've also been refined by the mistakes that we've made, not right. that we glory and revel in them, uh, but because through them we've experienced God's grace and goodness all the more. Um and uh, in so doing, then we can experience his joy all the more, because mm-hmm. uh, we know that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Right. Um, and so we get to experience that joy of being saved and reconciled, and just his good love, not out of a performance, but out of just being his, his children. Yes. Uh, the, uh, I love that, uh, that, that what we've been, as you were sharing earlier, we've been invited into being fruitful and to multiply, that God could have filled the earth, but he invites us in to be a part of that. And as such, then to get to know uh, him as a heavenly father, as we are reflecting our, our fatherhood through, through children. And, and we, we have the gift of doing this even within the church of spiritual fatherhood mm-hmm. and so on. Uh, but uh, we know talk about doing this with joy and reverence. For parents out there who feel like, hey, maybe a little irreverent when it comes to their mm-hmm. kids because of the tension that they feel with their kids, and maybe not seeing it as that that um, that gift in some ways, maybe as more of a burden, uh, or and because of that maybe not taking joy mm-hmm. or not, not approaching their their parenting with joy and reverence. What have been some of the things that have pulled you to that perspective that brought you back to that truth of delighting in the gift that God has given you and treating it with the reverence that it deserves. What are, what are some things that have worked for you or maybe practical things for parents who might be finding themselves of a, I don't feel the joy right now, Dan. Mm-hmm. I don't feel yeah. the joy right now. And I'm, yep. I'm kind of begrudging this right yep. now. Yep. Yep. That's not a, that's not a foreign thought. It's no. not a foreign no. concept for any of us, really. Um, but I, I truly believe that beginning every day with a spirit of gratitude mm-hmm. is so so vital to to delighting in, in these gifts that sometimes yeah. are a challenge. Um, recognizing the gift that it is to partner with God, recognizing um, his favor on us when he's chosen us out of all the seven plus billion people on the planet to yeah. be the parents of these particular children, yeah. right? What a what a privilege that is. And so that in everything, give thanks, um, that command to abound mm-hmm. in thanksgiving, um, it implies that, well, we, we might not. If we don't choose to be thankful, yeah. we probably won't be thankful, yeah. right? So, so that command just calls me to recognize it is a choice. It yeah. is a choice for me to, to enjoy my children. Um, and then um, delighting, I think, choosing to delight in the diversity 
of, of kids. If you have one child, you're going to see they're very different than other people's children. If you have six children like we do, you'll see how they're all different from one another. Yeah. And, and choosing to see the beauty in, in the uniqueness of each one. Yeah. You know, the different gifts and abilities, recognizing that even the things that frustrate us at this moment, still, it's not the end of the story, that those things are gifts from God that harnessed by his spirit will be ways that they are going to dramatically impact his world. Mm. So that spirit of gratitude is looking further by faith, looking at that future grace that's coming. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and being able to thank God before the blossom or the the fruit is produced. Yes. Yeah. Thanking yeah, yeah. him for the promise of the fruit. That's good. That's good. I love how you said it too. Like, hey, we know this already. Our kids are different. We are all different. And in in just taking in our children, even from when they're they're born, that life is such a miracle in mm-hmm. so many ways. You see the you see God's sovereignty, you see God's power on display through <laughs> A little eight-pound baby in so many ways. And so to at times in the churn of life, you can lose that reverence because you're just like, oh, I got to get to soccer practice or they got in trouble again at school or, yep, we have to pay for that thing. Like, no, Mm. I have to ask them 19 times to do something. Uh, That's the thing that's driving me and my wife crazy currently with our oldest is I don't want to ask you 19 times. Please just, I'm doing something. What are you doing? <laughs> but in those moments of frustration, like whenever you're frustrated, it's it, it's hard to see. Oh yeah, but you're also a gift of God. And man, look at you as a five and a half year old, delighting in Him mm-hmm. and delighting in His creation. And just uh, you, you're here. When we first brought her, our firstborn home, we're like, there's another human here. Like that. There's a lot of complexity oh, uh, yes. to life, and that's all orchestrated by God. And so I think even stopping at times that baseline of being grateful for, man, God, you have provided with me a glimpse of your glory and your miraculous ways of creating here Mm. with this child and let that be, and I'll, let me thankful and let that thanks anchor me back that God is not surprised by the kid that he has given you. And if he's not surprised by it, then how are we pursuing him? I think that kind of gets to the next point a little bit of how we're pursuing him and how we're pursuing our kids. Because the next one you share is parenting is a responsibility that requires intentionality. Share a little bit more about that. Well, we we all know that if we don't have intentions, if we're not intentional, Mm -hmm. other things will create those intentions, right? Yeah. Uh, We'll be driven by others, whether it's the culture, by whether it's just crazy busyness. Um, and, And God in his word has made it so very clear that he's given us a specific responsibility as parents to raise our kids to know God. Yeah. To, to, to live under, under his, under his reign. Um, there's probably no clearer passage than Deuteronomy six where Moses challenges the people. The heart of this podcast right here. Yes, it is. Good plug, Dan. Thank you. (laughs) As you go, as you were going, yes. Uh, coming and going, uh, we are teaching them the ways of the Lord as we're eating and drinking, as we're walking in the way, you know, it's on the doorposts of our, of our hearts. Um, and so that's certainly an intention. Um, Solomon's advice and guidance to us to raise up a child or train a child in the way he should go. Um, most 
commentators identify that as recognizing as parents the unique giftings of your children, their personalities, their, um, their God-given bent, and helping them fulfill God's plan for their life. That yeah. seems, that's clearly his plan for us, and to do that intentionally, thoughtfully, carefully. Uh, measuring your days, realizing that we only have this small amount of time. That yeah. age of formation is small. Those those weeks, right, between birth to 18 or high school graduation, they go by, quick. They go by so fast. Yeah. Um, and this is this is the time that God's given to us to yeah. to train them, to coach them so that we can celebrate with them Amen. Um, as adults. Dan, as we shared earlier, you've done this through, you have kids who are all older, um, and I'm sure that then the way that you've had to be intentional with them in the different phases of life from you know, under five to elementary and middle school, high school. What are what are some maybe even some of those practical ways, whether you speak to your high school student, mm-hmm. or middle school student, think think about a parent right now who's just looking for, okay, what does it look like for me to be intentional with my kid at three or 13 or even 23? Because Although society labels us as an adult, they're still yes. your kid. So. Yes, absolutely. Parenting never ends. No. That's no, no. what I found. Yeah. It's different at different <laughs> phases, but it never ends. Yeah. Um, yeah. So early on, we were encouraged to enjoy God's Word together with our, with our infants. To establish a pattern when they're infants, That's just awesome. reading God's word over them. The, the children's Bible story books were, yeah. were just a joy for us at the youngest of age, far before, long before they are understanding what's going on. But it, it, yeah. it set a pattern, yeah. right, of, of training in our life. Um, shifting to adolescence, you know, you've, you've been a student pastor for a lot of years, Joe, and, and our family has been blessed by your ministry and your peers. Um, and one simple thing we found that there are key times when our children are more apt to talk about what God's doing in their life than at other times. Um, and there's times that I think I want to hear about what God's doing in their life. And so I plow ahead, not not thoughtful about where mm. they're at, either emotionally or, um, or even their physical health or whatever. Um, and it always, I always hit a wall. <laughs> when, yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah, yeah. I'm trying, as strong to, as you are, the stubbornness yes. of teenagers has not yet been broken down exactly, fully. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But there are times like picking them up after student ministry. Yeah where they just seem to be jabbering yeah, yeah, yeah. about what they had just experienced. The door has been open. It has. Yeah, 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 Coming yeah. back from student retreats yeah. or Hope Week or, or experiences like that, they're just so excited about what they've just experienced. Yeah. And that's like fertile ground for hearing from them what's, what's on their heart, how, what, what their struggles are, where God's been speaking to them. That's good. Uh, that's been huge. Um, and... Uh, taking advantage of those opportunities that God has given to us to partner with the church yeah. is has been huge. Um, family devotions <laughs> at the Stuart House is not very common okay. in the chaos of of life, especially yeah. as they've aged. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. It's just harder and harder to find that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where kids aren't running off working or doing their school sports or such things. Um, and yet... God always provides 
glimpses of of moments and in in touches of moments where where if you're sensitive if you're listening and seeking to walk right in that, that sensitive to their spirit as well as God's you can pick up on those times yeah. where they're free to share where you're free to share truths that that see that are fitting for the moment yeah um and that's good. That's good. Well, I, I really appreciate you saying that family devos weren't something that was regular for you. Not because they're not a good thing, mm-hmm. but I think oftentimes it's like if you're in a season of life where that pattern might be more difficult to put together, you can easily feel like you're failing as a parent, mm-hmm. where it's in saying like, okay, well, if it's not able to express itself in this predictable every morning reading family devos, not that we wouldn't desire for that, but it just, we're not rewarded that because so-and-so's got soccer here, or we got to head out here, or this today, dad had to leave early because of this, all that stuff. But then to say, okay, where is that expressing itself right. in in other ways. We want to still make sure that we as a family are engaging in Christ-centered conversations, that we are being found faithful and praying for one another and encouraging one another. And so uh, I think that's where you said that intentionality and mm-hmm. learning, okay, that the, these moments have, have opened up now, kind of think leads into that, even that last point that you write about is that parenting is a role best fulfilled through spirit-filled living, oh, man. allowing yourself to be prompted, oh, hey, the, the teens are chattering in the back. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, how am I best stepping into this moment, being prompted by the Spirit uh, to to step in? So share a little bit more about uh, that last point. Parenting is a role best fulfilled through Spirit-filled living. Yeah. Well, it, it, it starts by understanding that this is a work of the heart. It's not simply you know, my intelligent psychological expertise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have your, your game plan that you open oh, up every day. Man. Here's my five steps and now yeah, I've got it. When yeah, when I'm relying on my own strength, I just constantly make a mess of things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but when I seek to abide in the vine and find my strength in him and um, be waiting on him for wisdom and trusting his spirit's prompting, allowing his presence in my life to produce the fruit of that love and joy and peace and patience. Yeah. All those things we need as parents. Yeah. Letting the Holy Spirit just empower that and bring that fruit. That's where life is found. Yeah. It takes the pressure off me because I found a lot of times when I'm in the flesh, I'm worrying about my children as my trophies. Mm. Right? I'm trying to think can my children prove that I'm really a good guy, yeah. that can I'm sh- a good can leader? Can shine them up enough so they, they look good for everyone else to see too? <laughs> right, right. And what a, what a terrible yeah. view of God's gifts for us. Mm. They're, not, they're not our trophies, no. right? That's not, that's not the goal of our life. Our goal is to show Jesus to them and nurture in them a love for their, their creator, um, so yes, surrender myself to Jesus. Let him guide me and empower me. And being willing, being content with the fruit and the timing of that fruit yeah. that God designs. Yeah. I want my kids to be fully developed. I want them to be socially adept. 
right? And be able to, yeah. you know. By the be, time they're five. Absolutely. <laughs> and every Sunday yeah. or every Monday or every Wednesday, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. every time there's engagement because I want, I like it when people say, your kids are just so well behaved. Yeah. Your kids, I, they're just such a joy to they're be. So, I yeah. love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? There's, but, there's encouragement there. But yeah, that is a good thing to think about. Like, hey, we know if we look at, I love how scripture gives us these these metaphors, these analogies to look at um, life and our own life. Like, oh, hey, you know, we, we want to be known by our, our fruit. And we look, hey, fruit and harvest comes at different times, like yes, different fruit comes at different times and different mm -hmm. seasons and so on. And, and we don't know, you could, you could work the field well, you could harvest, you could take care of those crops well, but you don't know what the return is always going to be. Mm -hmm. But they say, hey, he who's begun a good work in you is going to see it through the day of completion. And you might not be seeing that fruit of, of patience currently in the life of your, your kid, but you might be seeing a fruit of kindness. And you might eventually see right. it give way to patience and give way to other things. But how are you delighting in the work that God is doing mm. now? I think even thinking through some of those things, when you get ready to respond as a parent to a certain situation is, man, is this... How is this yep. going to help them draw yes. closer to Christ? How is this going to help produce a greater fruit of Christ in them? And how much of this me just, I'm mad because you didn't meet my expectation. Right. That um, is so right. And then even really, sometimes we might get mad because the expectation they're not meeting is it a biblical one, one that's of Christ, then allowing that to be anchored by. But then how does God deal with us as our Heavenly Father mm -hmm. when we don't? meet those expectations mm -hmm. uh, of what's been set forth for us. And so it is such a fine dance, but being in tune with the spirit, right? open-handed as you're sharing, surrendering that, saying, hey, why, God, search search me and, yes. and lead me and guide me. So I know, am I doing this to shine up the trophies mm. or to you know, just push them up to be drawn closer and closer to Christ? So Dan, this has been very good. Very encouraging. You're an expert. You're a doctor. Mm -hmm. Six yeah. kids. Here we go. And a great podcast uh, guest as well. Uh, as we kind of wrap this formal time up here, any other final word of encouragement to, to parents out there, to those who are listening to this episode? Well, I guess um, what gives life to me is that it, it was it's it's a passage of scripture in First Peter five spoken to church leaders. And yet I think as such application to us as parents, where the church leader is called to shepherd the flock of God that is among you, hmm. um, not, not begrudgingly, but willingly, right? That's good. And, and That's when good. I think as a parent, the flock of God among me is my family, is yeah. my, my children, yeah. right? And I say my children, but the passage says it's the flock of God's. Recognizing these are God's kids, yeah. He's simply entrusted me to them, uh, and them to me to be the shepherd. And considering, okay, well, what kind of shepherd is Jesus to me? It provides a wonderful pattern of That's my good. shepherding the yeah. flock of God that He's given to me. That's good. Right? Recognizing that then we have the ultimate good shepherd that is truly caring for the sheep. And he loves them more than I do. He's he is the one that guards them, that no man can pluck them out of the Father's hand. Yeah. He is the one that um, that 
chases them when they're wandering. He guides them to green pastures, still water. He's with them walking through the valleys of the shadows of death. Um, it's just so reassuring to know this isn't all on my shoulders. There is a God who loves them, and I can trust my children to him Amen. as I seek to live out my responsibility. Amen. Dan, mm -hmm. thank you so much. That's such a good word of encouragement. Again, speaking on it as this this stage of life where you, most of your kids are grown and continue to see that and having put it into practice for, for decades and helping others to do the same. And so thank you for the time here today. And thank you, listener, for always for tuning in. Know this much. We want this to be conversation. If you have any questions for us, you can always reach out directly to, to Dan, to I. We are just here to be of help. Um, and also want to hear back from you guys. If there's any particular topics of conversation that you would feel would be edifying, encouraging to, to you or to those in your circle uh, that you would love for us to, to tackle, to talk through, to bring on others to, to speak into as well, please don't hesitate to reach out. Or you have questions about what it looks like to get your kid, your student plugged into the ministries here uh, at Woodside as you're looking to help them grow as a young man, a young woman after God's own heart. Please let us know. We are here to help, here to partner with you in this journey of parenting as you are coming and going, teaching your kids about the ways of God. And so thank you so much again for listening. Uh, please share this with others if it's encouraging. And until next time, we'll see you.